0: Hello, race fans, and welcome to another edition of the Pittsburgh Racing Now podcast. I am your host, Scott Stiller. Coming up on this episode, we'll talk NASCAR as Kyle Larson parks it in Victory Lane in Las Vegas. The NTT IndyCar Series continues preseason testing as they get ready for their 2021 season opening race next month. We'll hear from the defending series champion Scott Dixon and his rookie teammate, jimmy johnson and on the local scene we'll talk to cy lynch about his exciting plans for the 2021 season this past weekend john hunter Nemechek took home the victory in the nascar camping world truck series race Nemechek beat his boss kyle bush to capture the checkered flag the victory was john hunter's first since returning to the truck series full-time on saturday aj allmendinger was victorious in the nascar xfinity series race and on sunday as we mentioned kyle larson picked up the victory in the nascar cup series race which just puts the icing on top of the cake of his comeback larson talked about the emotion of picking up the win after the year he had in 2020.
1: Feels good. Um, you know, I guess I, I didn't know if i had ever uh, have an opportunity to win a NASCAR race again. And then uh, to get this awesome opportunity uh, with Hendrick Motorsports and, and you know, Mr. H taking a, a massive chance on me. Um, and then going out there and being strong all year uh, has been, it's been great. I knew we were close to getting a win. Um, you know, our, our pit crew done a really good job all season long. Uh, Cliff and everybody has been bringing really fast race cars to the track. And, um, for the most part, I have been doing my job too, on the racetrack. So I knew if we could continue to do that, we would, um, get a win. And today we put it all together and, and had a dominating race car to go along with it. And, um, you made my job behind the wheel a lot easier and, um, cool to, cool to get a win this early in the year and, and now focus ahead and try and win a lot more and rack up playoff points and, and
2: put ourselves in a good spot. Once the playoffs start.
0: Team owner Rick Hendricks says he's excited about his team's good start so far in 2021.
2: Yeah, you know uh, Kyle is so talented, and uh, to get in a car that he's never been in before and uh, tracks he has seen but not in our stuff, uh, you know, I just just watched him over the years and I know how talented he is. And Cliff's got a great, really good team. Uh, I didn't really expect for it uh to come this quick uh because i just thought it would take more time to gel but our our cars are fast and uh and he's a he's a champion really and uh i'm so lucky to have him cliff's just a great young man and to win in the fourth race especially when you don't have any practice and uh you show up and race uh it's been uh it's really been awesome and uh I think they're going to have a lot of success together this year. If you look at back of the road course, he had a shot to win that. And, uh, you know, we're just, if you show up and you you run well, then, you know, you're that's half the battle. And nobody, nobody doubts Kyle's ability.
0: Larson's crew chief, Cliff Daniels, echoed his boss's sentiments about their new driver.
3: Surprised maybe a little, but uh, we knew, like when Kyle and I first connected, um, over the winter, we, we knew there was going to be a path to get us here. We knew we had to make sure our cars were well-prepared. Um, and, and just with this schedule and, and race format, there's not, you know, there's no practice. There's no qualifying. We don't have a, a big opportunity to go, you know, build our notebook together. So you have to be right when you unload for the race. Um, so we knew it was going to take a lot of prep work to get here. And we've done that every week. I mean, Kyle's in the shop three days a week um you know just pouring through notes with us looking at video looking at data our guys have done a nice job to uh, help get him prepared and, and likewise he's done a nice job of just giving us you know sensations that he needs to feel uh things that he's felt in the past and, and how he would like a car to respond in certain situations uh again we were a little bit off in homestead so that was a great data point um to kind of build our notebook at a, at a mile and a half track where you know we needed a bit more and and we did make some changes to our package because of homestead when we came here, uh, just to try to suit what he needed. And, uh, obviously it worked out today. It doesn't always work out like that, but, uh, it worked out today. And just so thankful, you know, for, uh, you know, for our team, everyone at Hendrick Motorsports and for Mr. H for believing in us. And, uh, you know, what a cool day.
0: Larson credited everyone at Hendrick Motorsports with giving him a bump in his own confidence because he knew he was climbing into top notch equipment.
1: Even before I ran a race, I had the confidence that I could, um, win. I mean, obviously Chase Elliott won the championship last year and they were hitting, uh, as an organization, you know, they were, they were doing a great job at the, at the right part of the year. And, um, you know, with the rules not changing and stuff, I knew we were going to be competitive. Um, but I just, I didn't know kind of what the learning curve would be going into the new race team and being around new people and all, all of that. But, um, with the resources that they have and, and all the, the great people that they have in that building, um, that in itself gives you a lot of confidence. So um, I've, I've definitely gotten more confident as each week has gone on, and I think now winning a race um, it just adds to that and, and in a way, I guess, calms you down and because it, it gives you, you know that you can go out there and win and, and contend at, uh, at a lot of different types of racetracks.
0: Larson said the last bunch of laps of the race felt like some of the longest of his career. Yeah,
1: you know, I, I definitely got a little choked up the last, you know, once I got to the white flag, um, and knew I had a big lead and, and all that I, I was getting, you know, choked up and all that, but, uh, you know, once I got, got done with my, my donuts and, and celebration in the car, uh, I had myself pretty contained, um, for once I got out, but, um, this was, it was definitely, you know, when you're getting down to the end of the race and you're not really getting challenged by the guy behind you, um, those last like 20 laps felt like it took a long time. And I was just praying that. Uh, I wouldn't see a caution and um, you know, we could get the win. So um, I was definitely relieved when I got to the white and then uh, just just really cool to get the win and, and get Cliff his first win as well as a, as a Cup Series crew chief is um, extra special to me
3: also.
0: For his part, Larson's crew chief, Daniel, says it's kind of been a roller coaster the last couple of years for his team.
3: It's been quite a journey for this team. Um, and, and even for Kyle, you know, for us all to be here at this point together Um, I am so grateful to Jimmy Johnson and Chad Knauss for believing in me uh, to give me the opportunity at at Crew Chief when they did. Um, And, of course, to Mr. H and Jeff Gordon and everyone at Hendrick Motorsports, Jeff Andrews, Marshall. Um, So so now, you know, here today, we we knew we had a fast car. Uh, Kyle coming on board has just been uh, it's been a a nice spark for this team um, because it was tough to, to see Jimmy retire. And we wanted to win with him so bad. Um, and, and we had some great runs last year that just never materialized for one reason or another. Uh, so, so yeah, I mean it, it was tough, you know on our team to to learn those lessons and fight those battles and and to have Jimmy go retire. Um, and a lot of us had won you know not just one race, but many races or, or even championships with Jimmy. Uh, so so to end you know without getting that win and to see him you know kind of move on, what was so bittersweet, uh, but quickly we were able to turn the page. And uh, just so encouraging having Kyle come in, you know, we, we knew from the year he had last year and everything that he kind of went through last year, the way he um, positioned himself really well to go win a lot of races and, and just with the talent that he shows every week, um, we, we were hopeful. And, and, and I would say that, you know, a small amount of confidence that when he got in our cars, that uh, we would be right up front. And that showed all the way, you know, starting even Daytona Speedway. Um, yes, Speedway races are tough, but to, to be there at the end, I thought Kyle did a great job. Um, we put ourselves, you know, in contention to win at the road course. Um, Homestead, we were a little off, but still ran up front. You know, for the most part of the day, we weren't quite where we needed to be to win. Um, so to be here today and 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 to have the car prepared as well as it was, to see the moves that Kyle made on the racetrack to pass those guys and uh, and and just absolutely nail the restarts, you know, and, and and getting himself in a good position the way he did was so cool to see. Um, so so thankful to Mr. H. Um, HendrickCars.com. Everyone at Hendrick Motorsports, Chevrolet. Um, everyone for what they've done for us, just uh, just really cool.
0: Larson's pleased to get a win so early in 2021.
3: Yeah, I mean, I definitely
1: believed um, that I could win. Um, I guess in a way, yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, I'm surprised that we started the year off this good. You know, I, I um, not not thought that we would have some struggle moments, and, and maybe we still will, but um i definitely didn't think that you we would come out and be as good as we have been um i'd hoped that it would be going like it's been but i just didn't know um especially not having practice and things like that you just you don't know um they're not used to maybe my driving style being different than what they're used to and things like that so um a lot of unknowns really just going into a new team um with the way the schedule is and um, but no, it's been, it's been great. You know, we were, I knew from the very first lap of this race that we were going to have a fast car and, um, we just kept up with racetrack and, and the picker did an awesome job all day, like they've done all year. And that's, uh, what, what, put us in position to win.
0: Larson's victory makes it four different winners in four races for the cup series in 2021. And check this out. All of a sudden, a quarter of those 16 playoff spots already gone so there's only 12 spots left heading into this weekend's race at Phoenix. Larson said after the win the playoffs are everyone's ultimate goal.
1: I don't know if it's weird to say but like I don't really ever like set goals um, I just want to go out there and win as much as I can. Um, I think I think if you set a goal of winning four races that's not enough um, but I also don't think it's realistic to say, I want to win 20 races uh, either, which I would love to, but, um, so I don't know. I don't really, I never really had goals. I just want to go out there and, and win a lot and
4: win at a, at a,
1: at a high rate, like I you did last year. And, um, and then ultimately, you know, win the championship. I think that's everybody's main goal and, and that's not going to change. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think starting the year off this, this good, you know, I can see more wins. Now in our future, especially you know these still, you know, the, the beginning of the beginning of this schedule really suits what I feel like I'm comfortable with and the tracks that suit my driving style and going to Phoenix next week, um, I've had some really good runs there. Um, I think Atlanta is the following week and I'm close to winning there and that's a track that suits me. And then obviously the, the dirt race at Bristol. Um, and then I don't really know what's after that, but, uh. I've had my eyes really focused on the beginning of the year because you know i knew it was going to be tracks that i could go run well at so hopefully we can keep capitalizing and, and you're know, clicking off more wins and um you're getting a lot of playoff points
0: one of the first people to congratulate larson on the victory his former team owner chip ganassi check out chip's twitter feed you'll see it right there this sunday at phoenix brad keselowski and larson will make up the front row in other nascar news austin Sindrick. Picked up the Xfinity Series win Saturday at Phoenix. The victory was the second in 2021 for the defending NASCAR Xfinity Series champion. It was also a great way to kick off his new sponsorship with Car Shop. They're a used car dealer with both brick-and-mortar stores throughout the U.S. and online. It's the old Car Sense. They have one out in Robinson. I think there's one up in Cranberry here locally. Sheets and Richmond Raceway have announced they're continuing their partnership. Sheets is now the official convenience store of Richmond Raceway and is the naming rights partner for the season ticket program, Richmond Nation. The Moose Fraternity is partnering with Chip Ganassi Racing and the number 42 Chevrolet Camaro driven by Ross Chastain. The partnership includes several primary sponsor races as well as associate races for Moose Fraternity who began a relationship with Chastain in 2020, members of the Moose conduct between 50 and $70 million worth of community service activity annually. To get up to speed with some of the other news in the racing world, including NASCAR, IndyCar, sports cars, dirt, click the Racing Notebook tab over at PittsburghRacingNow.com. We're looking for a partner for the Racing Notebook, so if you're interested in partnering up with Pittsburgh Racing Now, you can reach us by email, pghracingnow at gmail.com, or simply message us through our social media accounts on Twitter or Facebook. Tired
5: of a dirty car? Mr. Magic Car Wash will have your vehicle looking new again in just minutes, even though it's tough to clean wheels. Try us out at any one of our five convenient South Hills locations for a car wash
4: you won't soon forget.
0: In other racing news this week, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway was used as a drive-through COVID-19 vaccination clinic. Thousands of people were vaccinated in the Hoosier State. So congratulations to everyone over there. IMS is planning to have fans at this year's Indianapolis 500. A complete and total number or percentage has not been determined as of yet, and the date will be the traditional Memorial weekend. IndyCar teams have been using up some of their test days with teams at both Barber Motorsports Park and WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca. All eyes are on the IndyCar rookie class this year. It consists... Of seven-time NASCAR champion Jimmy Johnson, he's going to be running the road and street courses with Carvana, Chip Canassi Racing. Three-time Australian Supercars champion Scott McLaughlin is going to drive the entire year for Team Penske. And former Haas F1 driver Romain Grosjean is going to be driving for Dale Coyne Racing with Rick Ware Racing. So how's that for a rookie class? Three rookies with... Unbelievable backgrounds. Defending series champion Scott Dixon talked about the rookie class.
6: Jimmy's story is definitely different from Roman and, or Roman and you know, McLaughlin. You know, I think uh, they've, you know, they've done very different things. So, you know, I think you know, the craziest situation is obviously Jimmy. Um, you know, the, the task that he's taking on is, is probably, I think, the toughest transition from any kind of formula in, in our sport. You know? So... Uh, huge respect for what he's doing, but you can see, you know, with with working with him closely, you know, his his work ethic and all that kind of stuff, and he's giving it 110%, which, you know, is is quite exceptional. Uh, With the other two, you know, I think, um, you know, McLaughlin kind of, you know, what he went three championships in supercars. um, He's married to an American. I think he's always wanted to race in America. Um, Transition with Penske, I think, was, was something that, that they spoke about you know for for a little bit to see if there was going to be options i think a lot of people thought that was going to be more of a nascar kind of situation um so it's you know it's fantastic to have him over here you know it's so cool to have another kiwi on the grid um you know, and, and you know, expecting and, and hoping for big things for you know for him uh this year and, and for, for many years to come And. I think Grosjean, I actually had dinner with him last night with uh, Marcus Ericsson and, and Felix, too, and, and just, you know, uh, it's the same that I've seen with um, Kevin on the IMSA side. The excitement of being able to be in something with similar equipment and, and you know, be able to race for wins, you know, is, is the huge thing. But I think, in general, it's the competition, but it's, it's the your car Series. When you watch our races, they're just so intense, you know, and, and uh, there's so many different outcomes. There's so many different possibilities. But I think for a driver, it's just... Being able to have pretty much the same equipment as everybody on the grid, and having the possibility of winning the race—you know—that is trying to pull people in. Plus, all the other things of you know the cool tracks that we go to, you know the different disciplines of short over the super speedways, roads. There's just so many appealing things about our our uh, series that you know I think you're seeing a lot of people trying to make uh, the switch.
0: Dixon even talked about what Johnson is going to face this year.
6: It's a long process, you know. I think. Uh, with how competitive our field is you know I think it's probably a second covers most of our races you know from from the start to the finish and even once you get to that middle pack you know you're maybe talking three or four tenths um, you know and coming you know the, the easiest way to put it is that you know he's been doing one sport for 20 25 years he kind of basically has to start try and unlearn all that stuff and then learn a totally new process and and you know these cars have become very tricky in different conditions the tires, quite tricky to know, you know the ways around them and, and then you know you do all your practice on the primary tire and then okay it's qualifying you get a, a red tire so you know there are races now that we do get you know the red tire for one for one run basically or two if you want to use them a little bit more um, you know it's just there's a lot to take in and, and not, you know most of the tracks he's not even going to drive around you know especially the street courses until we get there for the first time with, with him. So, you know there's a lot of prep that you can try and do but honestly it doesn't it doesn't um you know transfer in the real world uh, when you get to that circuit you know i've done thousands of laps on a sim you know for long beach but when you get there it's a it's a totally different situation so it's um i, I don't know i think it's track time it's the, it's the toughest thing in any category these days in europe they still have a lot of testing and things like that but in america you know any of these formulas now you, you just really don't get to test it. uh you are know, in junior categories As
0: far as Dixon, he and the number nine PNC Bank Honda team are going to go for title number seven, which would tie A.J. Foyt for the most in series history. And, of course, same goals as he has every year. Indy 500 first, championship second. Now, when Jimmy Johnson is not going to be in the 48 car for the oval races, Tony Kanaan is going to hop behind the wheel of the 48.
4: I couldn't have been more excited, to be honest. It's it's been uh, a difficult year for everybody on the personal side, and then all of a sudden, I was getting ready to call the TK last lap. Now that everybody's making fun of me because the, there was not a last lap anymore, completely unexpected. So I feel like a kid that got a new toy. You know, I was getting ready to to look for other things in my life um, because I thought this last year was going to be the last lap and then the pandemic came and I kind of flirty and playing around saying that it was not going to be fair for me to go away without racing in front of my fans and then I got a call from Jimmy Johnson Chip and all of a sudden I'm back for two more years and you know still doing the oval races like I did last year so that was actually my choice as well but it ended up being you know, a really good coincidence that Jimmy didn't want to do the ovals. So happy, excited. I can't wait. Uh, I picked up, I was talking about, you know, out there, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, I am doing uh, four SRX races for Tony Stewart as well, and 10 stock car races in Brazil. So it's an 18 race season that somebody that was slowing down, my wife is asking me where, uh, where did that went? Um, and I haven't done 18 races in a long time. I mean, our seasons are being 15, 16 races. So uh, I'm going to be busier than I've ever been. Being Jimmy, we, we talk twice a week, weekly basis. You know, like we discuss things. We talk about training. We train together here, Pit Fit, when he came to Indy. We've been spending quite a bit of time uh, together and on the phone. So uh, Jimmy's an amazing individual. I think uh, heads off to him to, to be able to actually have, you know, the courage to, to put himself in a position that after winning seven championships like that, come back and become a rookie. And I think I appreciate that a lot. I appreciate the opportunity that Chip uh, and the entire team with American Legion, Bryant, Seven Eleven, all the sponsors, NTT, the guys that came uh, on board to make this happen, Carvana. Um, and, and I'm humbled that, you know, he made that phone call and he said, I want you to drive the 48 car with me in the Oval. So that is, you know, it says a lot to me.
0: I have to agree with Dixon that what Jimmy Johnson is trying is just simply incredible because of the change in disciplines. It almost, you know, the flip side of it would be when Dario Franchitti left IndyCar and went to NASCAR. Dario was leaving as a champion that year and he climbed in to a stock car. Well, it's you know, basically the same thing with Jimmy climbing from the stock car into an indie car. And, you know, a lot of people criticized a lot of the open-wheel guys that tried to go run NASCAR and had very amounts of success. Well, now the shoe's going to be on the other foot. So it's going to be interesting to see how some of the fans react to what Jimmy's going to do. I know it's going to be hard. There's no doubt about that. And Johnson knows... It's going to be a tough task as well, and most importantly, it's going to take time.
7: How Indy Car racing works, uh, how a race weekend works. Um, I have my engineer now, we're working through our plan at the races. Been to the simulator a few times, um, so it's it's all going really well. I just wish there were more actual track days uh, to take advantage of, so that I could get up to speed quicker. Um, but I'm really going to have to use this year, if not the first half of this year. Um, to really acclimate myself to the cars, understand where the limits are with the car. Um, you know, so it, you know, with all, all things considered, I'm I'm doing well and and really more than anything, having a, a, a great time.
0: After over 20 years of driving the big, heavy stock cars, Johnson talked about one of the big differences between stock cars and indie cars. And you might be surprised at the response.
7: I would say the intensity and, and the intensity is not only what the car demands, but also the the layers with the engineers that, that come with that. Um, you know, we we want more uh, data on the NASCAR vehicles, but we're just not allowed to with the way the rules work. And I didn't realize how that uh, that simplified things in some ways. Uh, so from a homework standpoint, uh, a weekly to daily check-in standpoint, pre and post race uh, or pre and post test. I haven't done a race yet. Um, I've been really surprised how much time is required. It, it's a lot more work than, uh, than what I experienced on a weekly basis in the NASCAR side of things. And then the intensity of driving the car, um, it, it's, it's a monster, and it's the best way I can put it. Uh, there's so much power, so much downforce, so much grip. Uh, it, it's, it's wild to drive.
0: One of the hardest things for any driver right now, seat time. And with limited testing, Johnson says he's making strides in a number of different ways.
7: You know, every time I'm in the car, there, there's so many steps forward in all these different areas it's hard to say one, one thing, but I, I can tell you this, so I, I am so thankful for Dario and for Scott Dixon. <laughs> Those two have, uh, especially Dario and just how thorough he is, the notes that he took from when he was driving. You know His role that he has now and how um, involved and focused he is on on still collecting notes and passing that information along has been so helpful. Um, so I, I'm really thankful to have those two in my corner and really helping me kind of get things going.
0: We'll have more with seven-time champ Jimmy Johnson, his Ganassi Racing teammates, and the rest of the stars of the NTT IndyCar Series over the next few weeks. And that's because the 2021 IndyCar season starts april 18th on the road course at barber that'll be followed by the grand prix of saint petersburg on the streets of saint pete april 25th and then from there it's straight to the doubleheader at texas motor speedway may 1st and 2nd how's that for four races to start the season in a three-week period race fans did you know that pittsburgh racing now is partnering with dirt vision Area race fans can stay up to speed with dirt track action from all around the country by subscribing to their Fast Pass. Uh, You can click on the link in the right column of our website. Incredible World of Outlaws action last night. I don't know if you happened to see it, but we have it up on our site. Uh, The battle between David Gravel and Brad Sweet was unreal. Check it out, and thanks to our friends over at Dirt Vision. And race fans, it's crucial to support our partners like Dirt Vision, Mr. Magic Car Wash, and Three Rivers Karting. These businesses believe in supporting local racing, so tell them you hear about them on pittsburghracingnow.com. Shifting gears to the local scene, the biggest local news of the past month is the announcement of Cy Lynch's plans for 2021. Lynch is teaming up with Josh Bachman and Bachman Motorsports Bachman spent the last three seasons teamed up with Aaron Reitzel. Joining us on the Pittsburgh Racing Down podcast, uh, Mesitas Motorsport Sprint Car Driver, Cy Lynch. Cy, some exciting news coming for your 2021 season. We're glad you took some time out to uh, talk with us. Uh, Tell us about what you got going on for 2021.
5: Well, thank you guys for having me. It uh, means a lot. Yeah, we've been super busy uh, this off season. Um, we're very excited to uh, to have the Boston family, Boffin Motorsports, along with uh, Fisher Body Shop and Dissolve Alloy uh, coming on board our Mercedes Motorsports number forty two team. Um, you know, it just means a lot to us uh, that they're going to partner with us and they believe in us to uh, you know to help you know hopefully uh, give me an opportunity, get me uh, to the next step. So um, you know, just uh, really excited to get things going. Uh, It's going to be, you know, a slight change, but, uh, you know, I think that the schedule is looking great and we should have some some great races this year.
0: So that's some awesome, exciting news. Uh, Tell us how how are you going to work your schedule? Do you have any kind of idea of it yet? I mean, there's a a lot of things that are happening here around town locally. So I'm just trying to figure out it's got to be, you know, an interesting balance trying to put it all together.
5: Yeah, we, we sat down and, and we uh, honestly just tried to write down as many races as we uh, economically and logistically could get to. And uh, it actually, it, it worked really well. It was pretty smooth. Um, you know, we're going to try to race as much as we possibly can. You know, my crew and myself, we still work full-time jobs. So we're, you know, trying to plan accordingly for that. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, Western PA is doing a great job of, of stepping up with, uh, with the spring cars and um, you know, trying to help us out with uh, better pays and stuff like that. And also, you know, we are going to to still try to achieve the goal that we've set out to do the past couple of years and expand our horizons a little bit. I never really wanted to be tied down to Western PA. Um, you know, so we're going to take the opportunity and, and try to go uh, race some other, other tracks, other races. And uh, yeah, we're sitting, you know, with the schedule that we have at hand, uh, it's right around 75 uh, shows. So obviously with, COVID still being a thing and and with the potential of rainouts, you know, you never know what you could possibly get into, but, um, yeah, we're pretty optimistic about it.
0: So it's gotta be interesting to bring on a partner and it's gotta be fun to work with some new folks, obviously on the marketing side of things, but you still have some of the same support behind you. So it's almost a, you know, it's an expansion of sorts.
5: Correct. Yeah, no, I, It really is a great, uh, great opportunity, Um, you know, for my team, uh, you know, I mean, this is this is fantastic. And, and, you know, the Boffman family, Boffman Motorsports with Fisher Body Shop, they uh, they are the top level of professionalism. And, uh, you know, obviously with their success that they've had uh, with the All-Stars for the past three seasons, um, you know, I think it's going to be great for us uh, combined. And, um, you know, they've they've uh, Josh and Mike Boffman have treated me so well. Uh, right off the bat just uh, really really thankful for them believing in me
0: you know it's also you know I guess for you it's also an opportunity to be like a little bit of a sponge to soak up some of their experience uh, at places and, and in ways to help your team grow
5: oh yeah for sure no Josh Josh has been racing for a long time and uh, you know he's all the way from three sixties to four tens you know he has a lot of a lot of seat time a lot of experience and um you know we have a great connection so uh for for me to be able to to learn from uh, uh you know a new side of things and uh, get a get a taste of of how he sees things and and uh, hopefully a couple times this year we're gonna get to to race together so um that's a whole new aspect you know we're uh, having someone to to kind of lean on and and uh, bounce some information off of is going to be going to be great for our for our team.
0: Yeah, well, without a doubt, that you know what it, it's always fun, and you know it's you know, week in and week out. You'll be able to gauge yourself against different competition. You have somebody to bounce stuff off of, so that'll be that'll be um, uh, that'll be cool and beneficial. I I would think, without a doubt. Uh, how long did it take? you guys to put the deal together because you know deals always happen in you know you like to say the off season but it's really uh, anymore it's 24 7 trying to work with your partners and you know trying to attract new ones it, it it's not a i only have time to do it at this point in time you're really doing it when you're racing when you're not racing it's a 24 7 thing i try to explain to folks
5: Oh yeah no there's there's no doubt about it I mean you always have to uh, you always have to be in connection with the right people and you always have to surround yourself with uh, with great people and and um, you know that's something that i've I've always tried to focus on and uh, you know really uh, it, it goes all the way back you know even whenever I was uh, first starting out in four tens to bring on asides uh, motorsports and for him to be such a a great uh, partner of mine in in my racing uh, and for it to be, I believe we're going into our fifth year together. Um, you know, the the connection's very strong. The chemistry is very strong. And, um, you know, so very thankful for that. And then, you know, within the past, uh, year or so, uh, to become so close with the Baughman family and for them to, to trust in me, um, you know, Josh and I, we've known each other for many years. Um, you know, and we've always, we've always been friends and, and, uh, hung out outside of the racetrack, but, um, you know, to become close and, and, uh, on a professional business basis with them, um, you know, that's kind of what took it to, to the next step. So obviously with, with Aaron, um, you know, changing directions and taking another opportunity towards the end of, of last year, lining it up for this year. Um, you know, they, the boffin family knew that they were going to be, uh, having a change of pace here. So, um, you know, just a lot of conversations were, were taking place and, uh, you know, we just had to figure out what was best for everyone involved.
0: Oh, well, congratulations to everyone involved. That's, uh, obviously an exciting news and for people listening, uh, Aaron would be Aaron Reitzel and they took the last three all-star circuit of champion titles paired up with, uh, with Josh, who uh, partnering with Cy now. So that's, you know, for the folks that are trying to connect the dots, we'll help you out a little bit if uh, so. So that's the exciting part about it. Now the hard work begins as you start to formulate a schedule and things of that nature. One of the things that's popped up on the schedule this year is the Western Pennsylvania uh, Sprint Speed Week. I want to talk to you about that, about the return of that and get your thoughts on that event coming back to Western PA. It's been uh, gone for 20 years.
5: Yes. Yeah. No, we're, we're really excited about that. And especially for my family, you know, my grandmother, uh, you know, she, she was a heavy hitter with that, uh, 20 plus years ago. So, um, you know, she, she was, uh, I don't, I don't know if I want to say the, the founder of it, but, uh, cause I, I wasn't around back then, but, I just know that uh, she had a lot to do with it and um, you know, so for them to bring it back and for all the people involved uh, that made that happen, I think that's great. And um, you know, that's definitely something that, that we want to support. You know, I, I I'm not entirely sure, you know, how much will be uh, in Western PA. You know, we are going to try to travel a little bit, but um, you know, we definitely have the uh, you know, the Western PA speed week on the schedule for sure. We're going to, we're going to try to support that. So I was talking with talking with Josh, and and I think that that's something that uh, that he would like to race as well. So with it being kind of in the middle of the year, we're going to see how everything pans out. But um, no, I think that's that's fantastic. So that's that's a, a great uh, great group of uh, tracks, and and for some of them to take you know for for Mercer and Thunder Mountain to take the risk of a Wednesday Thursday, um, I think that speaks volumes, and I hope it pays off for them. So we definitely want to uh, you know want to support that.
0: Well, I think you hit the nail on the head there. The the two tracks that are, are that are going early in the week, that's where the fans really uh, need to throw a lot of support. of. So if, if you're thinking about it, uh, uh, Western PA Sprint Speed Week, uh, check their website out if you're interested in going. As you formulate your schedule, what are some of the events outside Western PA? Uh, some of the bigger shows you're hoping to hit for the fans yeah, here, give them an idea.
5: Yeah, we're for sure uh, we're for sure going to try to get back to uh, the Kings Row and the Knoxville Nationals. Like I said, with with COVID still being a thing, we we hope that they just have it wide open to where anyone can go. Um, you know, because we we definitely plan on going to that. Uh, with the Kings Row being a four day show now, and they pretty much doubled down on their first, so it's just a fantastic opportunity for us. And the Knoxville Nationals being you know the marquee event really in in the world of sprint car racing we want to make sure that we're there as well. Uh, we're also, you know, we're going to be at a fair amount of all-star shows and outlaw shows. So, um, being located where we are, we think it's a great advantage to, uh, you know, to be in Ohio, be in Eastern PA. Um, you know, and also who knows, I mean, the other thing about Knoxville is you really, you can't just show up to the Knoxville nationals the week of, and, and expect to be on the same level as, you know some of the toughest locals out there and also the uh the toughest outlaws and all-stars so we might try to take advantage and uh and try to hit there uh a few times if we can um but yeah i mean really like i said all all the events it, it went so smooth whenever we were uh formulating a tentative schedule um nothing really affected anything else and it all it all went fairly smooth so i think we can hit uh, some of Ohio Speed Week, we can hit some of PA Speed Week, Eastern PA Speed Week, and Western PA Speed Week. So, like I said, with my guys working full time jobs, it's it's uh, we easily could have done more than seventy five as far as a wish list, but um, you know we had to be a little bit realistic with that.
0: Still, that's uh, it's an impressive number to you know when you think about it. So now we need Mother Nature to cooperate. If that could work out, we could have uh, a heck of a year. The uh, whole COVID protocol and the the uh, getting some racing in last year that should kind of give you at least a, a better idea going into this year what you and your team need to be prepared for and uh you know last year it was just you know it was so bizarre.
5: Yeah, no, for sure. We were just talking about that, and you know we we worked so hard last off season. And we were so eager to, to, to come out just like any other team. And uh, then to, for COVID to hit right in the, in the midst of things. Uh, and we had to sit around from, you know, we were going to race at the beginning of March and our first race ended up being May 23rd. And uh, you know, so to keep, to keep that eagerness and to keep that edge and uh, you know, to not lose focus and we were able to come out and win uh, at Roaring Knob uh, May 23rd for our first show last year. So, um you know we're we're kind of having that same effect you know because things aren't entirely clear we just came through a presidential election and and things like that so um you know we're hopeful that uh we're hopeful that the the worst is uh passed but um you know we're staying optimistic of trying to control what we can
0: how would you rate last season how'd you feel about your season last year
5: Oh, it's, uh, personally, I think it had its, its ups and downs. And, um, I think we were, we were, uh, a contender every time we showed up, uh, we did get an opportunity with, uh, with Pete Croves to, to join them in the month of June and, uh, got to experience high Speed Week and I think, uh, six or seven of the nine tracks I've never even been to before. So, um, you know, that was the, you know, obviously extremely tough competition um you know over 40 50 cars each night uh with the best of of ohio and the all-stars so um you know that was uh that definitely tested us for sure with a new team and to get thrown into that but thankful for the opportunity and uh we got to uh try out some new tracks so then we came back into into my own equipment of the messiah motorsports 42 uh, uh you know towards july august last year and um you know, with COVID, we didn't have the schedule that we hoped for, but um, you know, we made the most out of it, and and we still got to uh, to race uh, a fair amount of time. So, um, yeah, I think it it went well, and uh, you know, really, yeah, there's a lot of situations where we wish we could have done better. There are situations where we uh, we had success and, and great finishes. So, um, you know, we're just kind of taking that uh, taking that as is. We learned our lessons and uh, we're, we're fully focused on what's ahead here in 2021.
0: How pumped are you about this though? I mean, just, uh, you gotta be, I noticed when you made the announcement, it was like, all right, uh, I, I, I can finally let everybody know what I'm up to. Uh, how excited are you?
5: Oh, very, yeah, very excited. I had to sit on this, uh, for a long time. Um, And yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that, that I did, because obviously, like I said, we had to, we had to make sure that, you know, everyone was, was happy with, with how it was going to go. And, and uh, you know, professional wise, business wise, there was a lot of, uh, a lot of changes, a lot of logistical things that we had to get worked out and figure out what was best for everyone. And um, so, yes, I mean, obviously (laughs) the, the driver in me wanted to uh eagerly announce, you know, what was formulating, but, um, you know, the, the business side of me and professional side of me had to, you know, we, we definitely didn't want to jump the gun and, and, uh, you know, affect anyone's side of things involved. So, uh, it was very, you know, it was, it's a, it was fragile and, and you just never know how it could go. I mean, there's so many different, uh, you know, in today's day and age, you just, you, you just never know. So, um, you know, just very thankful that it all came to fruition, and uh, you know, I think it's going to be great. We're we're really looking to uh, to have a, a great season and uh, hopefully a successful season. But I think we're going to have a lot of fun in the meantime as well. Well,
0: that's it. You know what I mean. Go have fun and just be yourself, and the results will come. You know what I mean. I know it takes a lot of hard work, but uh, th- there's always a certain amount of pressure you put on yourself too and uh, you also carry some generational pressure there. There's business pressure. I mean, everybody has it, but uh, uh, it's how you respond to some of that pressure is, I would say, probably almost as hard as it is driving on the track. Is that a fair statement or not?
5: Oh, yeah. No, that's that's definitely fair. Um, Yeah, like you said, there is is a, a generational side to it, uh, being a third generation driver and and both sides of my family, uh, raced, um, you know, but the, the mindset that I've always tried to have is, is, uh, you know, I'm not trying to, to fill anyone's shoes. I'm not trying to walk anyone's path, you know, each, each member of my family that raced, you know, they, they have their own statistics and they have their own success. And I'm, I'm not trying to, to, uh, you know, compare myself to, to anything that they did. So, um, I just know that if I show up and do my job each night and do it to the best of my capabilities that, you know, there'll be plenty of time whenever I do decide to, uh, take a step back from racing, That uh, the statistical will, will show what they are. So, um, you know, that's kind of the mindset that, that I've always had. And, um, you know, I'm just here to, uh, to focus on the things that I can control and, and to, uh, be the best that I can be.
0: So, you know, when you're going to start have you gotten that much settled yet or, First
5: well, yeah, no, I, I've actually, uh, I had to, uh, to be out of state for, for most of the off season, um, you know, working at the, uh, the Bachman facility. Um, so, you know, business wise, there's just so much to, to handle over the past couple months. I actually, uh, just got back to my own shop here in, in, uh, Pennsylvania, uh, four days ago. So, uh, we are in a, in a mass hurry up um, you know, to to get things squared away, to get things, you know, a hundred percent. So, um, yeah, we would like to start racing as soon as possible. But truthfully, uh, you know, we we're not the uh, we're not looking to to race in snow, and we're not looking to uh, to jump the gun before we're ready. So, um, as soon as we're hundred percent ready, and as soon as the the weather, uh, you know, straightens up a little bit more, we will be uh, we'll be full steam ahead.
0: Yeah, the season's coming. It's hard to believe it's already March. You know, it's the first week of March, so before you know it, so we'll keep our fingers crossed that uh, uh, Old Man Winter gets the heck out of here and uh, we can get some uh, better days ahead. Uh, with everything you got going on, uh, you need any help? Are you looking for anything, uh, Any uh, anything we can spread as far as word out to the fans? You need to get word out about anything?
5: Oh uh no I mean ev- every you know uh I'm just so so excited to uh to express the the partnerships that we have and and the help that we have this year um you know I'd love for everyone to to support uh who they can you know between the Thadys Motorsports uh Bauchman Motorsports Fisher Body Shop All American Framers Dissolve Alloy, uh Grumpy's Pizza and uh Blair Construction I mean you know some of those guys are are still local and you know I know most of your viewership is local so um, you know, obviously fans, you know, would love for you guys to support any, any business that affiliates with racing, support those who support racing. And, um, you know, we will be having all new, all new merchandise this year. I, uh, I've had so many requests for it and, um, you know, we are working hard to, uh, you know, to, to hit the ground running with that. So hopefully a lot of options for, for everyone. And, uh, no, we're just, we're really excited to, uh, to see everyone this year. My crew guys are excited, and uh, my partners are excited, and um, I'm excited. So, yeah, just uh, looking forward to it.
0: Oh, we're super excited for you. You touched on something about merchandise. I've been talking to a couple of uh, drivers, and I don't think the race fan understands how important the merchandise is to supporting the driver because, uh, you know, you guys get a piece of the purse every night you race, but the... Uh, merchandise is, is directly supporting the team and uh, how important is fans understanding the tie-in there? Uh, I, I, I was amazed to find out, you know, yeah, we like to support, you know, they'll buy a couple of shirts here or there, but uh, it's really crucial for the local racer, whether it's you or any of the other guys that they root for.
5: Yeah, no, it, it really is. and I, I think all levels of, of racing uh would be honest about that it it is super crucial uh even the top-notch guys that do this for a living they're more than honest about it that the the fans and and the the you know they work hard for their money and to support us you know through uh the merchandising and, and everything that they do is is critical for us to get um from place to place so i think it's like that with any sport really but um you know with what we do and and (laughs) this is this is such an expensive uh sport that we're in uh and really you just never know whenever you're formulating uh, a giant uh season like we're trying to have you just never know what can happen so you can have one good month followed by three bad weeks and and you know hard times are only a corner away so you just you have no idea um, and really it's merchandise sales and and you know every the support from the fans and everything like that 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 really uh, continues it and and uh, you know gets better days ahead
0: as a family everybody good
5: oh yeah yeah no everyone's everyone's good uh, i I was only able to be home uh, for a couple days for thanksgiving and a couple days for christmas and um, so haven't uh, haven't been able to see everyone very much but uh, yeah, no, definitely, definitely glad to, uh, to be back and, and to, uh, get to see everyone. And, um, yeah, just everyone's very, very busy. So the, all, all the family members are very busy. Um, and, uh, yeah, so everyone's good. Everyone's good though.
0: So it'll be nose to the grindstone till you guys basically, uh, get her on the track. I'm thinking.
5: Oh yeah. Yeah. We worked, uh, we worked all weekend. Um, worked all day and, and uh, we're just, we're nonstop, but uh, you know, the commitment level is great. I, you know, I can't thank my crew guys enough. They've been um, you know, they've been eager for me to get back and they've been working hard in my shop here um, you know, while I've been gone and uh, no, the support's great and and everyone's energy is very high. So um, you know, we're, we're more than focused, but uh, you know, we're, we're keeping it uh, very, very realistic you know we're not, we're not going to cut any cut any uh, corners or strings to uh, to try to uh, get out there earlier than what we need to be so we're gonna make sure that we're 100% and uh, make sure that uh, everything's you know where it needs to be and how it needs to be done and uh, we'll be we'll be racing soon enough.
0: Awesome. we're excited by we're excited for you side Lynch we're excited about the uh, pairing with uh, Josh Bachman and the family and uh, keep us posted on what you're up to uh, get it out to the fans on the website we appreciate your support as well and we uh, thank you for taking some time out of your schedule to join us
5: all right thank you guys so much i appreciate it and uh, looking forward to seeing everyone soon
0: yeah we'll see you at the track thank you thank you congratulations to cy we're looking forward to following his 2021 season pittsburgh racing now is also pleased to be the media partner of western pennsylvania sprint speed week You heard Cy talking about the excitement surrounding the return of that event June 2nd through June 6th. Visit WesternPASprintSpeedWeek.com for more information.
5: Tired of a dirty car? Mr. Magic Car Wash will have your vehicle looking new again in just minutes, even though it's tough to clean wheels. Try us out at any one of our five convenient South Hills locations for a car wash you won't soon forget.
0: Thanks to Mr. Magic for their support of Pittsburgh Racing. Now, if your car needs a bath, Check out any of the five Mr. Magic locations in the South Hills and tell them you heard about them on the Pittsburgh Racing Now podcast. Hey, the weather's getting nice. You're getting the hot rod out. You want it looking good? That's where you go. Also want to thank our partners over at Three Rivers Karting and now Axe Throwing. Did you see that? They've added Axe Throwing out at Three Rivers Karting. So great thing to do with the family, friends, and an even better place to have a corporate outing. And thanks to our partners over at Dirt Vision, the Fast Pass can let fans enjoy all kinds of race action from around the country. Click on the Dirt Vision logo over at PittsburghRacingNow.com. And that does it for this edition of the Pittsburgh Racing Now podcast. Thanks to Cy Lynch, Kyle Larson, Cliff Daniels, Rick Hendrick, Jimmy Johnson, Scott Dixon, and Tony Kanaan. And of course... Thanks to you, race fans, for joining us, too. Stay up on all of the news, both locally and nationally, every day by clicking on pittsburghracingnow.com. Any use or reproduction of this podcast without the expressed written consent of Pittsburgh Racing Now is strictly prohibited. Until next time, I'm Scott Stiller.